Chapter 17. A Dynasty Destroyed. 370-455 CE. The exclamation mark, known informally as a bang or a shriek, is used at the end of a sentence or short phrase which expresses a very strong feeling. University of Sussex Guide to Punctuation. Buddha Dasa's death in 370 CE left his son, Upatissa I, a most secure throne to sit upon. Little is known about his reign except two things. It lasted a long time, 42 years, and it was to, and it was to end in disaster, its terminus foretelling the implosion of the dynasty itself in just a few decades' time. That his reign should end in 412 CE with his murder would have surprised Upatissa. His shock would have been amplified had he known that it would be delivered by a monk, his own brother, Mahanava. That his reign should end in 412 CE with his murder would have surprised Uptissa. His shock would have been amplified had he known that it would be delivered by a monk, his own brother, Mahamnama, who, according to the chronicles, was busy cuckolding him with the queen. Although the new king was to enjoy dying a natural death in 434 CE, the manner of his ascension legitimised regicide once again. His death brought to the throne his possibly illegitimate son, Suth Tisena. His death brought to the throne his possibly illegitimate son, Suth Tisena, whose one-day rule ended with a draught of poison administered by his queen, Sangha. His stepsister, Chattagahata Jantu, caught the faltering crown, but lasted only until 435 CE. Regicidal, regicidal palace politics was once again singing a song that would challenge any modern-day soap opera scriptwriter. The Queen's chief minister decided to replace her with a more compliant distant relative in 435 CE, Mitasina, who, preoccupied by religious devotions, was wholly unprepared for the fourth Tamil invasion of the realm in 436 CE. That the state was so unable to defend itself was no great surprise. For the, far, for the past few extreme decades, family politics would have pushed good governance into a back seat. The eye, as Ford Frick, the famous basketball player, might have observed, was famously off the ball. The regime fell with minimal resistance. It was a shocking and sudden end. For 369 years, the Lambrucana dynasty had ruled, its two periods of firm and effective guardianship tragically balanced by two other periods of regicidal insanity and power vacuums. That they had lasted barely half as long as the previous dynasty, the Vijayans. The state had prospered, matured, advanced, but was ultimately put at risk by the dynasty's unfavourable ratio of dud kings to effective ones. It could be argued that the evasion that finally toppled them could have come at almost any time, pushing them to the sidelines of history much sooner than it did. Certainly by 436 CE, the nation's defences were laid wide open and wholly incapable of resisting the relentless march of South India's Panchan dynasty. Certainly by 436 CE, the nation's defences were laid wide open 
and wholly incapable of resisting the relentless march of South Indian's Pandian dynasty. Across the Palk Straits in southern India, several dynasties had been vying with one another for power, their internecine warfare persuading even the great Emperor Ashoka to limit his own mighty empire from intruding too far into the troublesome boundaries of their states. On three occasions before the abrupt end of King Mitasina's rule, Indian strongmen had taken an over-exuberant interest in Sri Lanka, beginning with the opportunistic horse traders Sena and Gutta, who had interrupted Vijayan rule to rule the Antonipuran kingdom in 237 CE. On three occasions before the abrupt end of King Mutasina's rule, Indian strongmen had taken an over-exuberant interest in Sri Lanka beginning with the opportunistic horse traders Sena and Gutika, who interrupted Vijayan rule to rule the Andhrapuran kingdom in 237 CE. On three, occasions before the, on three occasions before the abrupt end of King Mutasena's rule, Indian strongmen had taken an over-exuberant interest in Sri Lanka, beginning with the opportunistic horse traders Sena and Gutika, who interrupted Vijayan rule to rule the Andhrapuran kingdom in 237 BCE. The horse traders were seen off by the Vijayan king Aisla in 215 BCE, who was himself dispatched by a second Tamil invader, King Ilara, in 205 BCE. This time, expelling the invaders took longer, but it was achieved by a later Vijayan, King Dutta Gemanu, in 161 BCE. His grandson, King Valagamba, fared less well, losing his throne to seven invading Dravidians in 104 BCE before regaining it in 89 BCE. And there matters rested for 522 years until the next lot arrived. As the increasingly weak rule of the Lambrakana dynasty over Sri Lanka's Andhra kingdom descended into a series of gritty palace coups, the Pandeans took matters into their old hands and with ease invaded the kingdom and took over the kingdom. The last Lambrakana, the last Lambrakana king, Mutasena, was slain in battle in 436 CE and a Tamil king, Pandu, took over his rule. Quite what this meant, or how far his rule extended, is hard to estimate. It is unlikely that the new king's edict reached much beyond the north and north-central parts of the country. Pandu was succeeded by his son, Parindu, in 441 CE, and in less than one suspiciously short year by another son, Kudu Parinda, the third Pandian king. Thereafter, the family lineage is hard to trace, but not so the revolving door of kingship. By 447 CE, Kuduparinda was dead, and a fourth Pandian took the throne, Tiritara, albeit only for two months, his reign ending with his death in skirmishes with rebels from Ruhana, led by an emerging Sri Lankan king-in-waiting, Datu Sena of the Marayan dynasty. The fifth Pandian king, Dathuya, the fifth Pandian king, Dathia, was little luckier. By 450 CE, he too had been killed by Datusena. The fifth Pandian king, Dathia, was little luckier. By 450 CE, 
he too had been killed by Datu Sena in a war that now engulfed the island, and up stepped, and up stepped the last and six of the luckless invaders, Pythia. His rule also ended at the point of Datusena's sword in 452 CE. Several years. The fifth Pandian king, Datuya, was little luckier. By 450 CE, he too had been killed by Datusena in the war that now engulfed the island, and up stepped the last and sixth of the luckless invaders, Pythia. His rule also ended at the point of Datusena's sword in 452 CE. Several years of barely documented anarchy followed before the country was able to turn to the task of recovery from the Pandian merry-go-round. <laughs>